All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, ladies and gentlemen. We are recording on Sunday the 27th, two days post-Christmas. Did you have a nice Christmas, Jake? Yeah, it was good, man. Um, Amy went to Pennsylvania. I stayed here and uh, got drunk and ate duck, and that was it. Oh, so, you, I mean, it's always nice. It, it, it sounds like it could be shitty when you say... Uh, like, oh, good for you, got some alone time. Like, oh, like there's strife in the relationship. But if anyone, anyone's ever been in a relationship, even if you're in the happiest, best relationship you've ever been in, it's kind of like, it's, it's nice to have a couple of days to yourself. Dude, it's amazing. And I, I wish I wish it wasn't just during a pandemic because I, you know, I, I, I love Amy's family and all, but like New York during the holidays was awesome. Uh, I, I did not go all the way back to Iowa for the holidays. I would stay here. I would get drunk. I would eat Peking duck and I would just kind of go out and do little shows just for like degenerates like me who either didn't have a family or didn't see theirs because they're too far gone. And we would just get wrecked and it was awesome. There you go. All right. Well, let's jump in with a few stories. Um, this is new. I did not send you this. Um, listeners that might be new to the podcast we, we talk about what's in the news what's happening and i usually send jake some stories um this happened uh recently and i didn't send you this story but lynn wood a pro-trump lawyer who has been aggressively promoting unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud is now trying to get boycott republicans to boycott georgia's critical senate runoff race on Friday, uh, he is saying that the only way to expose the Dominion voting machines that turned the election for Biden is to depress the Republican vote and show that they sw I, I, I don't understand his plan, but he, he says by fewer Republicans voting, it will somehow expose how Joe Biden stole Georgia and cheated. So he's actively telling hardcore Trumpers who might listen to him, like the general population. General hey, fuck it. They got all those people to not wear masks during a pandemic. They could get them to not vote during an election. Yeah. Uh, because that that I, I that math will somehow work out. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> listen to Lynn Wood, a man whose name sounds like generic boner pills. Listen to Lynn Wood. Or and I don't know if this is appropriate or not. It sounds like he that like a fake porn star name, like an Asian porn star. Like I am Lynn Wood. Yeah, yeah, and Lynn Wood does not sound like a good porn star. Even he, he sounds like the Kmart of porn stars or the Kmart of Viagra. Absolutely. I w I will be interested after the race happens to see how much this worked because in any election you can have something like 1,000 people swing the vote one way or another. So if he can get at least 1,000 hardcore Trump fans to not vote for Republican senators, that could be enough. Now, not, not every race. Sometimes it's 10, 12, 20,000, 100,000. But it'll be interesting to see if he just, like, like how the Green Party always goes in and, and knocks enough voters out to swing swing a state if he can convince enough people to go yeah he's right uh, the election was rigged let's not vote in this one we'll show them that i i want to see if they run the numbers after it's all done it's just you know and and my biggest argument against that to anyone who said oh, it was rigged this and that 
Well, then why haven't they taken the Senate yet? How shitty are they at rigging an election <laughs> that they only for, they only vote for their guy on half the ballot? On half the fake ballots, they only voted for their guy half the time. That's crazy. Yeah, or I mean, the 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 Dominion algorithm, as it's called, where it's going to switch votes. It was so specific that instead of Democratic Party, like you just said, it was just for one guy. And you know, especially Georgia of all places, where it did go, Biden, and then mostly the Republican senators won more votes. They just didn't get fifty percent, so they couldn't be declared victors. They won a majority. But since Georgia has weird voting rules, they have to do this runoff. It's not like it was a tie. It was the Republicans won, but they didn't win enough of a percentage. So I think the Democrats are going to get creamed in Georgia. I mean, if, if enough shit like that keeps up, sure, man. I mean, I, I, I'd say anything can happen, but I, I, I don't think it... I think what hurts the Republicans more than the goofy shit like this is all that publicity those two are getting over uh, like selling all of their stocks in any like you know going out and saying hey don't worry about the pandemic and then, and then selling all their stocks and moving everything around and and, and doing all of it like taking care of themselves but telling everybody else not to worry and go to work and cough in each other's mouths and do all that good stuff yeah and you and i have said this in the past on this podcast the democrats running in georgia that should be their platform that should be their only platform. How do you feel about taxes? How do I feel about taxes? I tell you this, in the next pandemic, I will not lie to you, dump all my stocks in hotels and buy PPE stock. I will not do that. Oh, really? You know, like like the uh, my opponent did. That that's all they should everything should turn right back around to, well, what will I do in the future? I will not sell my stocks, lie to you, and make millions off uh, insider trading. Right, yeah, that's that's 100% what they should do. And um, if they they fall into any of this nonsense, just don't talk about the voting machines. Who give, Like, this is just a nonsense fucking uh, conspiracy. Although, I will say, the company that makes the voting machines did not pick a good name. They picked the perfect name to make people think there's a fucking conspiracy about it. Dominion is the name that I would write into a, a shitty sort of thriller movie about rigged election machines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. What's the other one called? I forget. I, I don't know. I only saw Dominion. Oh, there, there are two. But, well, let, let's use that as a transition because one of the stories that I did send is, and I like this. I like this very much. So because Fox News actually somehow did actual reporting and they called Arizona for Biden and they say Biden won spinoff and air quote news sources like Newsmax and OAN American One News Network OANN uh, have popped up pushing right wing bullshit theories saying Trump won that the election the election was rigged and it got to the point where where it uh, there it is Smartmatic. Yeah, Smartmatic. That's the other voting company. See, now that has Smart right in its name. Smartmatic. Okay, Dominion sounds evil and corrupt. Smartmatic sounds stupid. Yeah, it's also, that is what a slow learning adult would 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 call a computer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, dude, this is going to be better than Apple. What's it called? Smartmatic. That's right. The only thing it's missing is that an sounds o. like it's going to fuck up accidentally. Yeah. Uh huh. The only thing it's missing is an O in there. A Smartomatic. You know, like the the. Yeah. Blendomatic or something like that. 
That's what Kevin from the office would call his voting machines. I, I trust those so much less than Dominion. <laughs> um, but the, so, so Newsmax, Newsmax and uh, OAN uh, started pushing all these conspiracy theories saying that the, the, the machines changed the votes. And for a while you were wondering, or at least I was, the general public was wondering why these companies were so silent and it's because they were biding time and getting their ducks in a row. And then they hit Newsmax and OAN and even Fox. Lou Dobbs had to go on the air and they all had to issue statements of apology and or correction because Smartmac, uh, Smartomatic and, uh, and Dominion both said, OK, you guys have been going on the air and saying our machines changed votes. Now we're going to sue you. We are going to sue you for just, I, I don't know if it's slander or libel or misinformation, but uh, is it baseless claims? But either way, so Newsmax had to go on the air and say, okay, we've been saying all this shit, but you know we can't prove it. It's not true. Um, Smartmatic, a digital security firm, has threatened to sue Newsmax, Fox News, and One America News Network over promoting false and defamatory, so defamation, claims that the firm engaged engaged in or covered up voter fraud. And I think it's hilarious that they they bided their time, they they lined all their ducks up, and now are hitting back and made these three networks apologize on air for the bullshit they were spewing. Yeah, it's good, man. And and look, I I I, I feel the same way on the other side too. I mean, um, you know, I, I definitely believe in in freedom of speech, especially with journalism. That that being said, uh, you you have to have the the the, the sort of facts. the journalistic integrity. You need facts. The, the, right, the evidence to back up your claims. Uh, I I I felt the same way when those uh, news companies on the left had to pay out the Covington kids. I'm sorry if you're gonna fucking just make up that these kids did some shit they didn't do, and now they're getting death threats from a bunch of fucking nut jobs. Then yeah, you gotta fucking pay them. You should have looked into that before you went and said they were committing some kind of fucking hate crime against some old guy that came up and just went over to them and started beating a drum in their face when they were in an argument with other people that isn't even that guy. You, you know, like if 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 you're gonna do that, you either gotta go on air real quick and fucking hey, get your fucking Twitter yahoos to stop threatening this kid in the school, or, or or you gotta pay him. And and that's the same with with this company here, man. If if you're gonna fucking if 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 you're gonna go out and say that these people rigged an election. You got to back that up with something. That's a serious claim, you know. And yeah, that will get that will get the, these people fucking uh, uh, death threats. That will get them fucking pizza gated by some nut job, you know, who's who's listening to OAN or Tucker Carlson or who's Alex Jones, any of these fucking guys, man. I mean, if if you're gonna make claims like that, you should have to back it up. And uh, it, it is it is a little bit of gray area with something like that because I, journalists should have freedom of speech and not have to worry about getting sued over any little fucking thing. That being said, once something gets big enough and there's there is um it, it, it's it, it's sort of it's a grand enough fuck up on their part. It's like all right, now we got to hold you accountable. You, you know, I, I mean. It's and, and 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 that's what the courts are for. You, you, you know, like there's lawyers to hash that shit out. Um, but yeah, that's that's fucking crazy, man. It's just like if I if if, if I have a, a a newspaper 
and I say, hey, this guy over here is a chicken fucker. He fucks chickens. He's an evil chicken fucker. And my evidence is, well, I found chicken bones in his trash can. And what he's been doing, he's been fucking the chickens and then and then and then burying the bodies. And no, no, no. I, I'm eating the chickens. I'm not fucking them. But now I have a bunch of crazy people threatening to kill me for being a chicken fucker. I should have to pay the alleged chicken fucker. I agree with you. The only thing I would say is I, I would point out two things. One, uh, Newsmax, OAN, and Fox didn't even have chicken bones in the garbage to, to right, cite his Right, evidence. yeah, they didn't even have that. And the second thing I would point out is, and again, I agree with you, is that this wasn't even a one-off. This was persistent. This was several weeks of, of misinformation. So... But I do hear you. I, there, there should be journalistic freedom, but also journalistic integrity, which is why, I mean, they issued statements. It's not like they all ran to the courts immediately and said, okay, now we're suing you. They said, all right, you've said this shit for several weeks. Now here's a letter saying knock it off or you will get sued, which is why it was so funny that all three networks then had to issue statements backtracking everything they've been saying for three weeks. Now, the damage is already done. Because it's it's like the age old, and we've all seen this. The headline screams misinformation, and the correction is on page eighteen, and uh, in you know like the corner underneath an advertisement. We we screwed up two weeks ago. When right. We ran this yeah. Headline. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if they do sue. But you said something else that was interesting. The Covington kid who sued and won, rightfully so, um, and a in a top employee of Dominion Voting System Systems is suing. So Dominion has not filed a lawsuit yet. They filed a uh, ceased and desist, or you must correct this, or we are. But an employee, Eric Coomer, director of product strategy and security for the Denver-based company, has said that now he, like the Covington kid, is receiving death threats, has had to go into hiding, and it's all because that, uh, um, who is he suing? Trump, the Trump, I, Trump, I have that, uh, <laughs> I have a, uh, um, a, a Chrome extension that changes Trump's name to Drump every time you read it. So when I just saw the headline, <laughs> it said Drump, and then I read it to you. But yeah, so uh, he's suing the Trump campaign because... Dude, your computer's making old, old jokes off a of, off of late night talk show. Yeah, That's that was crazy, the John man. Oliver thing. That was the John yeah. Oliver extension. Make America Drump again. Make Trump Drump again. But either way, so this employee is suing and saying, you have directly affected my life for the negative with your lies. Now, he's suing the Trump campaign which I think is more of a long shot than people than, than the an employee suing the Trump campaign, I think is more difficult to pull off than the company suing another company than than Dominion suing Fox. But it'll be interesting to see where it goes. There's less of a human face on it that way, you, you know, uh, and if it's just a company suing a company and it's it's. <laughs> You, you actually get like, oh, oh, they got this guy death threats. This could affect his family. Like, this could have gotten someone killed as opposed to, well, this could have hurt our stocks in the, in the next quarter and our, uh, the rich people whose, yeah. whose next yacht depends on it. <laughs> well, God damn it. They're, they're crying in their smaller yachts. See, cause they couldn't buy a bigger one this quarter. <laughs> like, that's tougher to really make a jury feel bad for. It is, but. So you you went to the different uh, the opposite way from what I just said, and I hear you and I agree with you. 
I'm just saying I think it's more difficult for one person to sue an entire presidential campaign. Like he, he's got uh, Giuliani listed and Sidney Powell. Um, I think that's going to be more difficult than two companies fighting it out in court. I agree with you. It's going to be more difficult if he does it out of his own pocket. But you know his legal defense is coming out of his pocket. It's just, it's just like when Hulk Hogan sued Gawker. And those Silicon Valley guys were like, hey, Gawker, I think you want Peter, to stitch on us? I'm giving money to the Hulkster's legal defense. I think it's mostly Peter Thiel. So, yeah, but he yeah, yeah. he came to Well, it'd also be interesting if he can find an anti-Trump lawyer that will take the case pro bono. That'll say, all right, you know what? I'm willing to fight because I think you can get 50 million and I'll take 60 percent of that. You know, like I mean, it, he might be he might be able to do that. Or um, like I said, I, I think a lot of his legal defense is actually coming from his company, too. Like, I think it's it's kind of it, that company's lawyers are doing both of these. You know, it's just now this guy's doing it. It's got it's got a more human face on it. Yeah. And it'll it'll definitely make it. I think I think going side by side, uh, it, it actually helps the other lawsuit because any jury in that other lawsuit kind of hears about this, too. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, this isn't just. You know, some some company with a bunch of money, kind of getting getting their name dragged through the mud. This you know this debt threat almost happened, and so it, it ends up kind of lending itself to the other case as well. That's why I think that company's legal team is going to be working both cases. Yeah, well, it could be. We'll I we'll see how it plays out. It will be interesting. Um, or like you said, it's an open and shut case. If I'm a lawyer and I can just take part of the winnings, yeah, I I, I fucking do that too, man. Yeah, I mean that's I, that's the basis for so many shitty commercials we don't take a penny unless you win if i can sue trump and aon in a blue state and be like these guys are cunts <laughs> and have no fucking evidence i don't even need a i do not need to be leonardo dicaprio and catch me if you can to win that case i'm the opposite of a genius all right i'm a good look i'm i'm, I'm a i'm a bad looking dumb guy who's not even going to show up to the courthouse sober, I'm going to win that case in Colorado. <laughs> and then I'm going to go get drunk with this fella. Especially in Denver, yes. The, the oh, yeah. Liberal base. Basketball. Legal weed and everything. It's going to be great. Well, one more voter fraud case, and then we'll move on. I, I don't think I sent you this one either because it's brand new to me. Um, I'm pretty, I didn't send you anything about uh, Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor and Texas lieutenant governor, did I? I don't think I did. I don't think so, no. Okay, no. so this is fantastic. Um, quick recap, as everyone knows, Texas filed lawsuit uh, in the Supreme Court, went straight to the Supreme Court and said, we want to sue uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania and Georgia, but Pennsylvania because of voter fraud. They wanted to overturn the election and say, you have to nullify all the votes in Pennsylvania and give the election to Trump. And when that didn't work, Apparently, and I'm scrolling to find the exact wording, uh, I can't find it, but the Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said, I will put up $1 million to anyone that could provide proof of voter fraud anywhere around the country. So... Um, oh, here's the quote, finally. I support President Trump's efforts to identify voter fraud in the presidential election and his commitment to making sure that every legal vote is counted and every illegal vote is disqualified, Patrick said in a statement. President Trump's pursuit of voter fraud is not only essential to determine the outcome of this election, it is essential to maintain our democracy and restore faith in future elections. And he said, I offer one million dollars 
to someone that can find proof of voter fraud. And in response, he got two million responses of, of, of fake voter fraud. Well, what he got was Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor. Where is his name? Um, God, you should put it right on there. John Fetterman. Uh, Pennsylvania's lieutenant government, John Fetterman, has applied for the, the Texas bounty, saying, I have found three cases of voter fraud. I would like to collect $3 million. Oh, by the way, <laughs> all three cases are of Republicans that voted multiple times for Trump, and we caught them, and they have been arrested. <laughs> so nice. The only cases of voter fraud found in Pennsylvania so far are from Trump supporters. Dude, that's another reason I, I want to recount the ballot. As I've said on, on this show multiple times, because A, I could watch him lose an election every day. Uh, <laughs> B, if they recount it, they may find some voter fraud. They may find some people that voted multiple times. Um, are A, are they going to find tens of thousands of them in these states? Fucking no. Uh, B, what what they will find more of is just because there were so many mail-in ballots, they're going to find fucking stacks of mail-in ballots that just didn't fucking get the, the post office fucked up. And they, they didn't get there in time, but they're postmarked before the 7th or whatever they had to be. Um, and that's going to far outweigh any any kind of voter for any of this shit. And so if anything, if I, if I had to bet money on this, I'd bet if they, if they just recount all the ballots again, they're going to find more of those. And all those all those mail-in ballots, for the most part, are going to go Biden. They're going to go blue. So Biden's just going to win by a fucking higher amount. So, yeah, make him look like a dick. Well, that is what happened in Wisconsin. And, and I, I, no one has been able to explain the logic of this because no one understands it because there is no logic. If you remember, the Trump campaign uh, paid the state of Wisconsin $3 million dollars to recount the ballots in Milwaukee and Madison. And that's Dude, it. those are those are blue fucking areas, man. What are you what are you doing? And what happened was they found more votes for Biden. When the official yeah. vote stopped, they said, Okay, we have completed the recount at the cost of three million dollars to the Trump campaign, and it turns out Biden got something like eighty one more votes. Or extended his lead by eighty one votes. Like Biden got 100 more votes and Trump got 20 more votes. So the, the the overall was Biden was winning by more, not a lot more. But, yeah, they found more votes, but they would. But it was just so you not that you'd want to recount all the Wisconsin counties that have 10 people in them that all voted for Trump, because, yeah, that's too easy. You go, oh, 10 people live there. They all voted for Trump. There's no way to miscount that. I think they honestly believe that if they did the recount, they would discover something like oh here's one guy in an apartment that voted 25 times nope didn't happen it's just crazy because it's like well okay which ballots do you think didn't get counted the ones where people voted in person or the ones where they used the shitty postal service you know the ones where they use the shitty postal service and those are going to be overwhelmingly blue because you a they they normally are anyway the mail-in ballots and b this time around you had one candidate telling people not to mail in the ballots and another one telling them to do it and if if you're mailing in the ballots and you normally don't it's because you're worried about the virus if you're worried about the virus it'd be fucking really weird to go trump on this one yeah if you're worried about the virus you probably weren't listening to the guy who said, oh, it's a hoax. Don't worry about it. There's there's nothing going on. It's fine.
No. Yeah, exactly. It, it's I, There's probably only seven people in the country who are going, I'm not leaving the house because of COVID, but I also want someone to drain the swamp finally when this is over. So I got to go Trump. Yeah. I'm mailing in for Trump. All right, moving on. This, uh, I think, is funny for many reasons. I sent you the story. There is a girl in the Cayman Islands, a U.S. citizen, Skylar Mack, who... The Cayman Islands has a very strict quarantine policy. If you come in to the Cayman Islands, you have to quarantine in your hotel room for 14 days. And only after 14 days are you allowed onto the island pro or out, out and about in the island to, to vacation, do what you want to do. Well, she did not do that. She broke protocol. She just went to her hotel room for a day or two, maybe. And then she was arrested and sentenced to four months in prison. Okay, now the I sent you a story saying family of United States teen jailed in Cayman Islands for breaking COVID protocols is asking Trump for help. They're reaching out to the president saying, help get our daughter back. That's not what I think is funny. What I think is hilarious is, did you click that article? Yeah. The picture right there, a video, the still frame of the video is this young girl in handcuffs, being taken to a police car. She is wearing a mask, and both of the guards in the picture are not wearing a mask. <laughs> there are two guards in the picture nice. arresting yeah. this girl for not wearing a mask, but they're not wearing a mask. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. That's, like, what do you... How are, you, how are you that strict on the COVID laws and then your, 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 own, your own guards aren't wearing masks? That's insane. It's beyond insane. And you know that they, because she went out without a mask and broke quarantine. I mean, there's a picture of her that I assume, and, and again, assumptions are always wrong, but there's a picture of her, it looks like, in the Cayman Islands, smiling, taking, you know, like, uh, just, just sitting there smiling without a mask on. So why... Why would you, why would you allow your guards, okay, we've got this prisoner. We're going to show the world we're serious about COVID. We got this girl. We're going to put her in a mask. We're going to put her in handcuffs and walk her to the police car. Oh, but uh, our guards, no, nah, they don't need to wear masks. Fine. Fuck it. How do you miss that detail? How do you? How do you miss yeah, that detail? Yeah, you know, and now this is starting to get my little conspiracy bug going. Oh, okay, I'm curious. Go, go, go. I, yeah, okay. So what, what I think this is, is this is a... Now, everybody sort of hears at the, the Cayman Islands as a place where just sort of America's billionaires and business elites can just go down there and John McEnroe it up. You know, well, they, not they to, just they, go it's there. A tax haven. They they open all their secret bank accounts and and don't pay taxes on there. It's like you you get a PO box in the Cayman Islands so that that's your business's headquarters, world headquarters, so you don't pay taxes. Right. Whereas I can't imagine that that much of the population down there is really living up anything close to these guys, especially if the government's not taking tax money on it. You, you know what I mean? Like there's probably a few people at the top that are getting paid, a few businesses that, you know, cater to these people that are doing well and then the rest not doing so well. And so I think a lot of people down there are like, hey, you just you pander to these fucking rich Americans and, well, probably businessmen from all around the world as, as tax havens. You don't give a shit about us. You, you know, you, you know, you sort of, you, you've turned 
our country into a playground for rich foreigners. I think every now and then they need some kind of sacrificial lamb to alert, like, hey, we're doing this. Whereas this girl's not like Bill Gates' daughter. No. She's down there for a fucking jet ski tournament. She's just that down her there for her boyfriend. In. Yeah, she, she's just a dumb college girl is all. Well, I mean, she she's rich enough to get to the Cayman Islands. Her parents are right. well off, but she's yeah. not a power broker. She's not. No, a, no, 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 no. She's, she's. Yeah, exactly. She's she's rich by you or I standards. Yes, but but like and but she's poor enough that it's not going to get the government <laughs> that in they trouble can get, for that fucking she can get arrested. She's poor enough to get yeah. arrested. I like the way you think. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. She's billionaire poor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. But she's Cayman Island local rich. So they're like, oh, dude, we're not going to get in trouble. We're going to fucking throw the. We're going to go full Midnight Express on this girl. <laughs> And then, look at she's got a cheap tan. That would only cost a thousand dollars. That 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 fucking cheap tan. But, you know. And so, I yeah yeah. She, she's that's got what I think's going on. Yeah, like you just said. Look at her teeth. She's got cheap veneers. She doesn't have the three thousand six dollars per tooth that. Uh, who did I read got that? Uh, uh, Simon Cowell. His his veneers cost three thousand six hundred dollars per tooth. She just has thousand dollar veneers. Yeah, this is clearly just that government making an example out of somebody, and and the two cops without the masks on, fucking brutal. If you're that strict to where, oh yeah, we we give four months in prison to anyone who doesn't quarantine, but you're not even gonna fire or suspend guards who just walk around in front of in front of cameras, nonetheless. Yes, news cameras. Mm-hmm. News news cameras with like. With like, hey, this is this is a foreign prisoner from from the rich country at North. This is going to be international news. This is not someone with a phone just taken like, ooh, yeah. look, surreptitiously got a guard with. These are right. news cameras with lights and microphones and reporters, and we're just going to send the guards out without masks. Yeah, they're they're making this is that government making an example out of this girl. That's one hundred percent what's going on here. And uh, the other part of the story that everyone talks about that's kind of amusing is she was pre med. Well, they say she is pre med. I say she was pre med because what school? What school? What school? Uh, Georgia. It doesn't say. Just she was pre med. Oh, dude, that ain't that ain't Illuminati money. That ain't <laughs> Wall Street money. Ain't ain't, ain't no like the, the, the Trumps and Bushes and Obama kids ain't going to Georgia. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's just funny that uh, the, the I goddamn guarantee you, if one of Bill Gates' kids goes down there, not, they won't have to wait two days in that hotel room. They can go around coughing on every <laughs> single politician's kid right in the fucking mouth. They won't do a goddamn thing about it. But either way, uh, the article says she is pre-med, and I'm saying she was pre-med because... Any medical school she applies to now, except for whichever one Dr. Nick Riviera uh, came from. Hey, everybody. You know, they're just going to look at her and go, wait a second. You want to be uh, in the medical field, yet you thought it was a good idea to go walking around uh, during a pandemic without a mask. I, I no, uh, denied. Stamp. You know, she's going to be. She's also pre-med in Georgia. So it's like, wait a minute. How long did you quarantine for down there? Two whole days? <laughs> Girl, you're the fucking, <laughs> you're the Surgeon General of Georgia. Ain't nobody waited that many days before going around calling on people without masks. God bless you, girl. The The story ends in a very uh, funny, sad way. Her family said they appealed directly to President Donald Trump, 
whose office wrote back that her case would be forwarded to the, quote, appropriate federal yeah. agency, likely the U.S. State Department. Well, first, first, yes. Wait, is she is she a billionaire's daughter in the Caymans or just uh, some some sort of uh, middle class girl? Wait, what school did she go to? Georgia. Uh-huh. I'll forward it. I'll forward it. Yeah. Well, I'll see what I can do. Exactly. Because anybody that has read any Kafka knows that once the red tape gets involved, specifically the castle or the trial, the trial is the one that, yeah, once it gets into red tape and the State Department, she is not a priority. She is just getting lost in the paperwork. He only cares about people in the Caymans down there for tax reasons, not for jet ski tournaments. He doesn't give a fuck about you. <laughs> yeah, they could not make a profit off her, so they do not care. Nope. All right. Um, let's stick in the world of crime. I, every so often, you know, like it happened in uh, Vietnam and I think in Afghanistan where, like, say, the military, they have all the inside uh, connections. They go in and they take out a drug lord, but then someone decides, ooh, well, we could set up shop because we have all the, you know, the sure. infrastructure. Air America was the famous one. You could get... Well, that happened to the air marshals. The air marshals are always on airplanes. They can fly anywhere. So, well, why not smuggle something? Why not, as we fly across the country, we could uh, bring some packages on the airplane and start a smuggling ring? Except of all the things in the world, I did not expect to see Viagra smuggling scandal hits federal air marshals. Nice. I... I there was a number of how many air marshals, 20 air marshals have been disciplined following a two year, two years of investigation, internal investigation of a Viagra smuggling and distribution ring among employees. That's awesome. They're smuggling boner pills. Well, and a lot, a lot of people think it's all fun and games just to pop Viagra here and, oh, I'm just going to fucking, fucking, fucking have a good time. They don't, they don't see the pictures of, of the victims of the Viagra versus Cialis cartel wars that go on in other countries <laughs> so that we can get our boner pills, all right? They, they kill each other's children, all right? They, they cut limbs off. They don't fuck around. <laughs> exactly. I didn't even think of that. I was just, I see, that's why I like talking to you, because you go so, so uh, just off the rails, nonlinear, wonderful with it. Whereas my only thought was, what are they going to do to him? What what should they do? Basically, honest to Christ, if I was a king of the air marshals and they brought this case before me, my response would be, oh, uh, okay, guys. Hey, thank you, stop art. <laughs> Sorry, what's up? That's all right. I would just say, okay, guys, um, you got caught. Knock it off. And that's it. Like, literally. It's not cocaine. It's not marijuana. It's not ecstasy. It's it's not opioids. It's boner pills. It, You've been it, caught smuggling boner pills. That's a $50 fine yes. around these parts. I mean, and, and and this is, they say this about cops gone bad, too. Um, if whatever you're making as an air marshal trying to protect us from another 9-11 is not enough to feed your family and you need to make more by smuggling boner pills, well, maybe they need a raise then. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, oh, I'll, 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 I'll do you one better than that. Um, if prescription drugs in this country, if the price of them have gotten yes. so out of control that that air marshals, the, the, our, our only barricade between us and another 9-11, 
Air marshals have to go full-on Denzel Washington and American Gangster to get people boner pills. There's That has to make it street level, apparently. So apparently what? If I go to a doctor, if I go to the doctor who prescribes boner pills, there's, there's, there's dudes in trench coats and hoodies out front going, yo, I got them Delta Blues, son. What's up? What you want? Don't go in there. They're overpriced in there. I got Delta Blues. Come on. The five for 20. If, if that's going on. Maybe we should be capping the price of prescription drugs. With all of the talk about health insurance in this fucking country, you know, with all the, oh, who's going who's gonna to pay the bill? Who's going to pay the bill? Barely any of the people talking about wanting to either socialize medicine or health insurance for everybody, any of this shit, they barely ever say a fucking word about what these comp companies charge, even for the exact same product, the exact same pills, everything, as they're doing right up north in Canada, right down south in Mexico, or any fucking where else on the planet, to the point where now air marshals are smuggling prescription drugs that you can get in the fucking... This isn't heroin. This is Viagra. But they're, 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 they're getting it from overseas, smuggling it in condoms in their asses to get it on the... Whatever they're doing, they're doing it for prescription fucking boner pills that they have commercials for on TV. And that's what I was just going to point out is what you said at the end is the article clearly states they would get it from countries where it is, quote, significantly cheaper. So they would go to Canada or Mexico or wherever where we all know that uh, just off the top of my head, completely made up, whatever it is, a $100 pill in America is usually five bucks in Mexico. Or a dollar in Canada. Right. So, yeah, you are correct. Maybe we're paying too much here. You know how the cost of any good has to include um, every single person that delivered it? Yeah. Um, that means it is, it is cheaper in those other countries. Enough to where still... With a knockup on that price of an armed air guard to smuggle it in his ass on, on a fucking Delta plane, um, it's still cheaper to pay that guy to do that than it is to get it from your doctor here. That's crazy. Yeah, that, I, I like that take. That is a good goddamn way of looking at it. All right, last headline, and we should finish on a positive note, Jake. So let, let's do that. Let's finish with love. Who doesn't like love? Love is such a beautiful thing. It makes the world go round. It will save us from nuclear holocaust. It will save us from uh, any war. It will Love overcomes all. And a reporter says she quit her job and left her husband because she fell in love with pharma boy Martin Shrelly. So yeah, the guy that got, went to prison for jacking up uh, uh, farm, farm, we all know pharma boy. Um, where is the Christine Smythe? Christy Smythe fell in love with the grifter while covering his battles as a reporter. She quit her job and left her husband so that she could date a guy that's in prison. Now, that's right. She turned to her husband and said, Martin Schrenke jacked up the price of my heart and only he can afford it now. I'm out. I'm confused by this. Um, oh, she sold the movie rights to a book about him is still planning. So he he's in prison. She she need. Why did she need to quit her job? Leave her husband, I get. You can't be dating a guy in prison and married at the same time because that's just not right. That's true. That's in most vows. It yeah. says I won't date some, uh, some, some pharma guy that's in prison. But why did she quit her job? Because she's, he, he's in prison. 
they're not going to be hanging out a lot. There are certain visiting hours and you get a limited amount of time. What's she doing with the other 23 hours of her day? She needs to maintain a job. She could report on other things. Why did she quit her job? She, it's not like he, he's in a hospice and needs 24-7 medical care. They don't even hang out. He's in prison. She, she gets visiting, right? And then that's it. Then she has the rest of her day to do whatever the fuck she wants, including earn a living. All right, you know what you know what I think this is is I, it's, it's kind of weird, man. It, it doesn't really explain a lot there. I think it has something to do with that book deal. This is a lady who was really unhappy with her job and her marriage, and was like, I, "This guy's kind of famous, and Netflix really seems to be big on those true crime things." I'm I'm fucking I'm I'm cashing all of my chips out of my job and my husband to go all in on a Netflix series off of this book, all right? I'm not even doing the one-hour doc. I want a whole series off of this book, and that's what I'm going in on. She wants to be the next, like, you know, uh, um, what is that, Nexius cult doc. She wants, she's, she's hoping to make money off of this book. Perfect time to interrupt because we just lost internet. What's going on? No, I accidentally turned off the electricity to the router when I was trying to turn off. The ah, it all right. Labeled as about a basement switch, so. God, that was my wife taking credit for it. She's uh, turning off breakers, looking for something, and she turned off the internet. Ah, so that's gotcha. why I lost at this end, because I was sitting there about what just happened. Ah, no worries. So, this should be a pretty clean cut. Um, uh, you were see. saying about the pharma boy, and she was she was uh, baking, basing it on the book deal and or. Yeah, yeah. Oh, basically, she was unhappy in her marriage. Yeah, that's where you were. Basically, somebody who's going to leave their husband for for Martin Shrenke, even out of prison, he's still kind of a dick oh. when he's got the money. Yeah, and yeah things yeah. are going well. He's kind of a douchebag. So when he's a douchebag that doesn't have the money and he's in prison, you got to be really unhappy in that marriage to sort of leave for for that guy, you know, and. You got to be really unhappy in your job to go. I think I'm gonna try to write a book for a guy who's in prison. Do I have a deal yet? No. Still putting in my two weeks. In fact, no two weeks. I'm fucking done. Fuck this job. I think that's what it is. Is she's just so unhappy in her life in general. She's going all in on this book and just sort of hoping things work out because she she can't stand her husband, can't stand the marriage, and I don't even I don't even think she likes this guy that much. Well, and. The sad thing is, is things do work out because she's already sold the movie rights to a book that doesn't exist because that's what sells is, wait, you divorce your husband and quit your job to date this guy in prison? Yeah, I'll buy that for, you know, I'll buy the rights for $50,000 and then it's just the rights. It's when, you, so she doesn't have the script. She sold the rights to her story, which means they can make anything they want. It's like they can invent a complete story and then put based on a true story on top of it in order to just sell. She's hoping to get on the season of Desperate Housewives, White Collar Business Criminals. And that's her long term. She's like, dude, fuck being a... They, they send me to get coffee most days. I'm not even doing anything respectable in that job. Fuck that job. 
Well, Printed news is dead. It's dead. The future is reality TV and true crime docs. I'm investing in the future. <laughs> well, Love is dead, too. I'm going to no, fuck the no, pharma, bro. No, see, that's where we began this final segment is love is not dead. We hope the best for her and him. This is about she loves love, book God deals. Damn it. She loves book deals. No, no, no. <laughs> she's, she's leaving the husband for a book deal. She's not leaving him for that fucking door. She love is real but between her and a book deal that's what i think is going on her and money all right yes well good talking to you my friend you too uh jake vevra.com nathan timmel.com visit and uh maybe we will see you somewhere on the road in 2021 either way this is our last podcast of 2020 good riddance you fucking piece of shit year uh Let's hope for the best as we uh, begin the next one in a week. All right. Good talking to you, my friend. Later.